Hi, Max. I'm Calvin. This is the Half Court College Podcast. We'll start the episode by breaking down our uh, preseason top 10 rankings and break down our favorite bets to start the year. All right, welcome to the uh, first episode of the 23-24 college basketball season. Uh, pretty excited about this season. I feel like there's a couple, like, maybe runaways, but I don't know. Last year showed that anything can happen. Last year was an absolute mayhem of the Final Four, but we'll we'll see what happens this year. But we can, we're going to get started with our top 10 going into the season. Uh, we did our rankings Monday. We're currently recording on uh, Wednesday. So two days of results. Everyone's got like their first game uh, off. There's some uh, other games going on right now, like FAU's currently playing their first game. Uh, but this is all based off of what we thought going into it. Um, but we'll talk about our thought process on each pick, uh, but also kind of looking after the game. Uh kind of discussing what we saw and how we feel about it. But uh, starting off with my number one uh, and your number one, we were a consensus for our number one team. Uh, I got Kansas. Yep. I mean, I, as I said, like, as you said, I agree with you. So and I think they were like pretty heavily the consensus for like how many, they got 46. Yeah. They got 46 of the first place votes in the actual AP poll too. So this was a pretty popular pick. Yep. Yeah. It was going to be hard. They got like, there was like a definite, uh like transfer like top transfer hunter dickinson is not someone you usually see transferring like that's really really solid talent and then he just goes to like one of the best programs one of the best coaches uh and a team that's returning uh a fair amount of players they got they got some like contributors from last season yeah, that's the thing. Like they returned they were like arguably one of the like they were one of the best teams in the league last year. Like like pretty Pretty much unarguably, you could argue that they were maybe the best team in college basketball for part of like that all year. I've been really high on Kansas last year. Yeah, and then they return what they like, like they return like half their team. They bring in one of the top transfers in the country. I mean, yeah, it's it's and it's Kansas too. Like it's like the Blue Bloods didn't do great this year. I'd say like we don't like besides Duke, we don't have any of them super high. But Kansas, I think, is the most well-run program in these, and I kind of believe in that (laughs) to a certain extent. Yep, they got McCuller, they got Dewan Harris back. Um, I think KJ Adams played a pretty big role last year, if I'm if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, those were the three best uh scorers for them outside of the two guys who left, Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick. It, it it might take a little bit for them to start like like one of those guys to like be like the main guard scorer, but I think it makes it so much easier that Hunter Dickinson doesn't really need to like warm up. He can just be tall, be big, and dominate. Yeah, that's the thing. He like walks on as like a semi like national player of the year. Like I don't think he's gonna win like the wooden award, but he's like gonna be in the first team conversation. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. The theme of the top half of the top ten is some big guys that are gonna really lead their teams. Yep, yeah, and then they also brought in like they did. They did like honestly, a lot of teams like got really just like one solid transfer, and they like they got Hunter Dickinson. They also got um. Like Townsend's best player, who shot for over forty percent from three last year, eighteen points a game. Like a lot, that's that's like the best transfer on a lot of like for a lot of these like even ranked teams. Yeah, there's some like some players that like transfer from smaller schools and just don't match production. But like consistent three point shooting is just you like to have a guy like that on your team. Uh, and just like this is a team that's two years off of like winning the national title, um, so. And they, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Adams McCuller. Get back to one more season pass. Yeah, Harris was on that team, so they've got they've got some guys. Adams was a freshman on that team. Like these guys have seen what it like takes to like play winning basketball. Um, and then Hunter Dickinson is just that asshole player who's going to come in and just like beat up on your best like big man, like it just make people look pretty foolish. So I, I, I considered it, but I had trouble not picking Kansas as the number one team. Yeah, I just especially because I think they have the best chance. Like, like we're, we, we, I, we might as well just start talking about Purdue at this point. Yeah, so um, yeah, we both have Purdue at number two. Yeah, 
and I think it was like a pretty I, like they weren't number two in the AP poll like that like the, but I think for me it was like it was a pretty clear number two. They returned like basically the entire one seed like from last year. Like it seems like you barely teams barely ever do that. Yeah, no, because the their problem was yes they had Zach Eady who is a joke to like watch play because he's just so tall, he's so dominant. It's just not it's just not fair. But like they just had a bunch of inconsistent uh guards like surrounding him and nobody that was like really stepping up. Um and now they have a second year under their belt or for some of them a third year. But yeah, they're returning 83% of their minutes played and 86% of their scoring. I mean, that's going to result in a high ranking off the bat. Yeah, and it's not, like, you can question how well they'll do in the tournament this year because, like, we obviously saw them kind of get solved. But, like, I think for, like, week-to-week regular season, they're going to win a lot of college bat- like games this year. Like, I think they're, like, the safest bet to be in the top, like, in a one seed of any team this year. I just don't know. I don't know if I have, like their upside as much as Kansas, really. Yeah, especially because like the like the big you just gotta have a big guy to like guard, and not many teams do. Hunter Dickinson ran away to the to the Big Twelve from the Big Ten because he got tired of having to play against Zach Eady. Like he's just a force. It's it's stupid, but he's like he's just so good. And even if those guards don't really step up, like they will just yeah they could coast to a one or a two seed like pretty easily. But yes, as you said, it's Matt Painter in March, like. When has that ever turned into anything? Will it turn into anything? He's honestly he's got to prove it this year because they're putting together good teams and doing absolutely nothing in the March. So, yeah, someone else needs to step up, or Zach Eady needs to show another like Zach Eady needs to show another element to his game because he really it was pretty he's pretty one dimensional. But he could he's a fifth year senior. Maybe he's like surprises us. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure he shot like pretty solid free throws. Like he added that to his game last year. Like. I don't know. Maybe that gets better. Maybe he just, yeah. But he, it's just, it's tough when like it comes down to like a game, like where like they're pressing and like, he's on the court. Like you just can't give him the ball. Like it's, that's the only thing that like holds pretty back, but during the regular season, it's not as much of a concern. And that's why we both have him in number two and why they're number three in the eight people. Yeah. Number three. But like honestly, and honestly, like actually a decent margin ahead of uh, Michigan State. Yeah, but um, yeah, Ed had a pretty solid game, first game of the season. He uh, I think had sixteen and eleven and four blocks already off the bat. So there's always that. Yeah, it's it's pretty unfair in college just to be that tall. Um, but they're really not not much to change for Purdue. So it really is just <laughs> they're gonna they are the same team basically. Yep. All right, moving on to number three. This is the first one we get different. Uh, I have Duke at number three. Yeah, I have a uh, Tennessee at three. Um, I guess we should probably like we can start with Duke because they were actually two in the AP poll, and I have that at four. So this is really this is the range Duke is definitely like more solidly in. Yep. So Duke, um, probably one of like outside of Edie, but like uh, one of the best returning guys to college basketball, especially in terms of like probably could have gotten drafted. Like he uh based on his name right now. This is Kyle Kyle. Filipowski. Filipowski. Yeah. Filipowski, yes. Uh he's was one of the top recruits last year. He kind of picked it up. He he was he finished top in the ACC in terms of player of the year voting. Um, but they also have Roach back for his senior year and just added a bunch of more freshmen uh around them. So it's going to be a pretty solid. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they brought back, honestly, a lot. Of... Yeah, they, they brought back a lot of the roster that was already, like, they weren't, like, an incredible team last year, but they were they were decent. They brought back their best player. A lot of the teams, like, we even get to in the top 10 are going to have lost, like, their clear best player. Uh, even if they, like, kept, like, half their roster, they lost someone really important. Um, and then, yeah, you mentioned the recruiting class. They're one of, like, the only, like, three or four teams that I think can really rely on it, but they brought in four or five stars. Like, some of these guys... They honestly didn't do great with them last year, but some of these guys got to contribute. Yeah, yeah, no, like, top – they didn't have a top 10 recruit. They had uh, – their best one was Jared McCain at 14. Uh, but then they had a guy who – oh, Worcester Academy. That's interesting. Uh, 17. So, yeah, they have a lot of top top recruits, but 
uh, not like highest end, but it's not like they needed someone to come in and just like be that guy right off the bat. They have Phil Powski. Um, he already started off strong. He had 25 and, ten, and seven uh, in his first game, but just like the top two teams, a dominant big, um, uh, it's just going to be tough to defend them. But obviously, yeah, as you said, they were a five seed last year. So it's not like they're bringing back the best player on a, te- a one seeded team like Purdue. But I think, like, even, like, just with their roster retention, even just being, like, a five seed, like, bringing back that much of the roster, you'd probably expect, like, a top 15, maybe even top 10 team without, like, the person they brought in. Like, just with, like, how many players they brought back. Um, so I think, like, it, like them being, like, a like a contender kind of depends on, like, some, one of these freshmen breaking out, but I, or, like, or something really crazy happened, like, someone, like, Kyle Flabowski being, like, an actual, like, player of the year contender. Um, Which I don't think but, that's a question. No, I don't think so either. Because like freshman to sophomore can actually, I feel like, be like a way bigger jump than like Edie probably is what he is at this point. Like Edie, Edie's great, but like Edie, I don't think Edie's gonna like show like a whole new element to his game. Yeah, he's not um, gonna like knocking down like mid range shots from the elbow. Like he's just Edie, you know. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Like I, I like Duke. I like as I said four, but like it's it kind of like their top end range really depends on like someone someone new coming in and doing that like like Flipowski wasn't like a like a super high end five star or like was he I think he was a what was his uh he was he was like number three. Oh, he was four okay yeah wow he was four wow I can't believe he stayed honestly like, good for Flipowski that's kind of exciting you like returned the guy who could have like who had like crazy like prospects going into the year so yeah <clears throat> they're gonna be solid that's yep, what definitely three. They were nine in the Kempom going into the year. Uh, but let's talk Tennessee. Yep. I mean, I think they were like one of the best teams in the country last year. So that's probably like shading things a little bit already. Uh, but then they brought back most of the rotation. They lost two like seniors who were like part, like definitely part, like key, like starter level players. Um, and they didn't do a ton to replace them. They brought in one solid transfer. But I think like like they replacing one of the guys and like like only losing one guy for a team of their quality, like that's pretty darn good. And I just trust this team to have the best defense in the in the country. Like, I I don't know who else I would pick if I had to like, if number one defense in the country seems pretty easily like Tennessee's to lose basically. Yeah. So this team, like obviously, yeah, same story as last year. They're just gonna like, they're just gonna make your life a living hell defensively. They're the number one defense in Ken Palm, 33 in offense. That puts them at six to start the season. Um, obviously, they're gonna they're gonna win games because their defense. My main concern for them is I just don't see a guy, a standout scorer, like a takeover guy. Uh, same thing as last year. And also, um, I just I worry about they lost their two like main big man that they had last year like one of the one six eight freshmen went to the nba and another graduated they didn't have a single big man play more than half the game uh last night so that's my main concern that's fair but i don't think they've ever like like if that that's usually like a defensive issue more than anything else and like i just don't like regardless of the like lack of like usually i think that's vital to call it defense but I don't like they just don't seem it doesn't seem to matter with it. Like they're just like a swarm. Like they I mean they may be elbowing you, but like it's like effective. Yeah, I just I just think it makes it tougher like an ad they don't have like an added layer of scoring offensively, like with the big man. Um Josiah Jordan James had a pretty good uh three point shooting night, um, which has been a concern for them sometimes. I've seen plenty of Tennessee games where they shoot like 20 percent and they're jacking up a lot of shots, but yeah, their their main big man played only 18 minutes. So that's my main concern, but I don't think that's necessarily a problem till tournament time. And they brought the like their big transfer put up 17 uh last night and he was like he was three points or two. I think their offense may be better than it was last year, which like honestly, like it was kind of like not not saying a huge amount, but um, I think it could be like a solid amount better. So even if their defense does slip a little bit, like they may actually be able to <laughs> score like reasonably. Yeah, this their year. leading scorer from the previous uh 
from the previous season. He started his first game. Just he shot one for five and finished with two points. Uh, Vescovy, but still room to grow. I don't know. I I obviously don't think Tennessee's terrible. I have them at fourteen, which um, I think we split the difference. I'm actually closer in the AP poll. Tennessee's at nine. Uh, Tennessee is one of those teams I kind of need to see, like prove it before I kind of buy into the defensive system, like being like a making them a top top five team. Yeah, I, I guess so. But we'll get to teams that just like I think. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to it as we go on, I guess. Because that, but I think that, that's that's a good uh, that's all about going on Tennessee. All righty. So moving on to, uh, so you said you announced. Yeah, four, I already said Duke. So th- we'll just discuss your uh, your four team. Yep, I got Creighton at four. Um, this is the the top three were pretty easy, like separate uh, separation for me. Um, but I, I look had looked at a bunch of teams, but. I just feel like Creighton returned enough really solid players and uh, Paul Brenner is just another dominant big. So I guess my top four is a bunch of seven foot guys leading their teams. <clears throat> but yeah, I think Creighton's going to be really solid this year. They had uh, uh, Nembhard tra- uh, transferred away to go play at Gonzaga where his brother used to play. Um, but they still have Trey Alexander, Shireman. Um, and then they got 17 points from a transfer from Utah State. So, yeah, they brought you, they got Utah State's best player. So, like, and Utah State, that's like, like, we're talking, like, a lot of these, the best player on like these, we're talking tight teams that are like not, maybe not tournament teams out of the gate, but like solid, solid teams. Yeah, exactly. Utah State's like a better place that, like, they actually play like solid competition compared to like transferring from like one of those like small schools that like send one, one team to the tournament uh, from their, yeah. If once you get into like the top, like like the bottom, like two hundred, like past two hundred in Ken Palm, then you see these teams start getting kind of sketchy. But like there's like, like there's like a like a kind of like a reasonable level of play, like I think above that. Yeah, yeah. This Creighton team was competitive in the uh, in March Madness last year. Uh, I expect them to to just keep it up, and uh, I think they lost to, in the lead eight to San Diego State. It was. Um, but yeah, they have three guys I really like, and then yeah, that transfer should be uh, pretty solid for them. They have also two other uh, six, ten guys getting minutes behind Kalkbrenner, so they can really go uh, two big guys pretty easily. Yep, no, I, I agree. I have them in the same like level as this. They brought back about as much of their roster as Tennessee. They brought in like a transfer. I think that is like similarly relevant. Um, I just I had Tennessee as a better team last year, but like they're pretty similar. Like. I think they were pretty similar last year also. So these are really like pretty similar range teams. That's why it's very similar range for me. All right. So moving on to number five, this is why we mentioned that we recorded recording on a Wednesday and did our rankings on Monday. I got Michigan state at five. Obviously they lost in overtime to James Madison and what really was, should have been like one of their pay to win games, but they returned 75% of their minutes, 75% of their scoring. Walker, Hogard, Adkins, Hall, Sissoko. Like, that's their entire – I think their entire starting lineup came back. So, I expected them to do well. They got a solid freshman that played some uh, pretty solid in their first game, but they sucked from three-point range. I think they shot 5% in the first game. I, I don't know if that will continue, but <laughs> – I expected a lot more out of them. Uh, that's why I had them at five because, I mean, they they did some damage in the tournament last year and then they brought the entire team back. So this is not a team that should have come off, come out of, on a slow start. Credit to James Madison. Kind of, I don't know who they kind of remind me of. They remind me of North Carolina from last year. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair one. <laughs> I think they got a little bit too much credit for that tournament run. Like, I, I didn't have them, like, I have them nine, so I'm not saying, like, I'm really – like I, I'm not like I had a remember I had North Carolina from last year. I think I'm not that far down on them compared to you. Um, but I do think like returning to Tony roster is great. But I think they were kind of mediocre in the Big Ten last year, like up to like, the tournament. Um, yeah. yeah, the main the main guy they lost was Joey, Joey Hauser. So yeah, I expect them to be, be like far better than last year. Like I I as I said, top ten team. I'm just not like 100 percent sold that the tournament run is more representative of like than like the really like fighting through the big 10 run. 
100%. They're going to be climbing back up. Um, it's going to make for an interesting rankings ne- next week because, like, resume-wise, they just don't deserve to be there. But obviously, you still got to consider kind of where you had them started. So that'll make for an interesting ranking next week. But I, this, yeah, is hard to... this is a team I expect to get it together. And, like, I have them rankings-wise. I have them as the second highest uh, in the Big Ten. I think you did as well. I mean, well, we may not get to it really, but I didn't like what you had one more team ranked in Big Ten, right? Like the Big Ten, two yeah. more. You had two more, and I had only one more. It gets, um, it gets dire. Oh no, UCLA. Sorry, UCLA and USC are both Big Ten teams now, right? Is that this year or next year? Is it this year? I don't think so. Okay, if it's not this year, yeah, the the, the Big Ten's kind of crappy this year, really, I think. Seriously, now, I'm, now that I'm looking at it, yeah, like Michigan, I a lot of people- Michigan State should be getting one of those like buys come conference tourney week hopefully i mean one of the teams will play better than we expect definitely but like yeah there's like because i have a lot of teams in the mid range like but we're not going to get to it but there are a lot of teams like that i think like our tournament level teams at least yeah no we have the same same amount of teams in the uh, big 10 this year yeah you'll have to you'll have to wait another year oh well um, anyway, yeah, we're not um for certain going into this but um yeah, no, it's 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 definitely dire, and Michigan State is not making any better case for for the Big Ten this year. No, no, this could be. And then Purdue was the hope in March. Like, okay, we're the Big Ten screwed again. Yeah, they really embarrass us. Like, it's not. I I don't appreciate it. Um, but it's not like Ohio State too much for us either. Yeah, really um, matched out their first win. So I guess like that's all I got from Michigan State at least. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to your number five. Yeah, I got Houston here. I think this is actually one of our – this is, like, besides the Tennessee thing, I think this and your next team are our biggest differences in the top ten. Um, I completely get the issue, like, you could have with them. Like, losing Marcus Sasser, like, is, like, one of the most – like, he was one of the best players in college basketball last year. Uh, and that's – so, like – but I think a lot of the teams we're going to discuss here probably lost their best player, even if they're not at his level. Um. So yeah, their main thing is they got they got the Baylor transfer L.J. Cryer um, coming in, which is is one of the better guard transfers of uh, the offseason, definitely. Um, I think definitely debatably like the second biggest transfer like uh, like of the of the transfer season. Like I think Dickinson is probably clearly number one, but Cryer I think has, has a pretty solid argument for being the number two. Yep. Yeah. No, I'd say so. Um, but they also lost Jairus Walker, who was uh, like pretty good wing, big man player for them. Uh, he's been kind of guard. Yeah, he's barely been playing on the team. He got drafted to, I think, he's on the Pacers. Um, but yeah, Sasser Walker, they lost their two best players. Uh, and then Shed, Mark, and Roberts were the next three best for them after that. Um, so I still think this team can be solid. But I just, I don't know, little little worried that this is a step back year for Houston. I get that they're another team. I believe in the like really believe in the system. Also, though, like I think they'll defend really well. Like they've always like they've defended really well basically every year for like the last like five years. Um, yeah. I so I think that'll be fine. Like I you I think you like you have like you have a point that they like lost a lot of offensive firepower. They lost a lot of talent, uh, but they also don't have like that bad of like. The fifty percent roster retention isn't that bad for a team in this range either. Like a lot of the teams we're going to talk about gets like the forty percent range, I think. Um, so I'm still like pretty like pretty bullish on them, but I could definitely see like some like they just if a guard like if someone besides Cryer can't step up for like consistent scoring for the season, uh, then yeah, they could definitely they could have some serious issues. Yep, Cryer averaged fifteen last year, so he'll pick up some of that that uh missing scoring from Sasser uh, that Sasser left behind. Um, and then he was a freshman when Baylor won it all. So he played, he played a little bit there. So he's, he knows what it takes, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just a little worried about him and don't really have a big man this year. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting year for Houston. I don't doubt it. They're fourth in Kempom with third best offense and fifth best defense. We'll see how that changes throughout the year. They'll probably stay pretty high because they're still playing in the American conference unless yeah 
they're not in the big 12. No, <laughs> God damn it. Nope, they are in the Big 12. Okay, so the Big 12 movement did happen. BYU, uh, Houston, uh, Cincinnati's there, UCF. So those are the four teams that moved into the Big 12. So Houston actually is going to not be able to just, like, have four losses and get their one seed this year. They're actually going to have to, like, play some solid games and, and earn that one seed. But, yeah, they'll still be solid. I, I don't doubt that. I That's also incredibly like, exciting. I forgot about that. The Big Twelve, like adding another like actually like great team to the Big Twelve is that's awesome. Yeah, except the Big Twelve, I feel like kind of eh, they might be not as great this year as well. But I don't know. It feels like it feels like no conference seems that good. I mean, they obviously have Kansas and they have Houston, so they'll have some top end talent. But the Big East, I think, could have a really really good year. Yep. Um. Anyway, I think that's that's all I got in Houston. Like, we're, we're not even like with these teams. Like, besides Tennessee, like we're really not like five spots for a preseason poll. Honestly, doesn't even feel that big. Preseason polls are hard, like really it's like kind of a mess. Yeah, Houston for reference was seventh going into the uh in the actual AP poll. Um, I think Creighton was one second here. Creighton was eighth. So yeah, we just moved. I moved up Creighton a little higher, but. Yeah, we can move on to number six. Speaking of, that's where you got Creighton. Yep. Uh, I got Arizona here. Uh, that's my first big difference in the poll. Uh, Arizona was 12th in the poll. They're returning uh, Umar Balo, and uh, they also got solid transfer Caleb Love. He came from that. Uh, he came from that UNC team that got way overhyped. He's he's a he's a streaky scorer, but will be uh like pretty early on like one of their better players. Um, and then they have Boswell and Larson also returning from uh, the previous season. Uh, I just like Arizona. I've always been maybe too high on Arizona, and this is another year. I like I like to see Umar Bala be a pretty solid two way uh, center this year. Yeah, and I could see like I'm not like I, like Caleb Love kind of became a bit of a joke in college basketball last year because UNC wasn't playing great, but he's not like he's a solid he's like a solid transfer. I think he like like goes like solidly with any other guy um, we've talked about here. Like he's he's very solid. They got another guy uh, from San Diego State yeah, who's like a key who's a rotation player for them. And if you're a rotation player for them, like you probably play good defense. Yeah, um, that, man, that man played minutes in the Final Four, so. Yep. Yeah. I. I. I'll. I'll like. I'll have faith in his defense. And then, I think losing to Bellis like is big. But like as I mentioned with Sasser, like we're gonna talk about like a bunch of teams that lost their best player. Um. Uh, and Balo, they were like a two-headed giant. Like Balo, you're like is like a legit. Like he could be one of the best. Like a like a first-team play- level player this year. Yep. And if Balo fouls out, then don't worry. They have a guy who's actually taller than him to come into the game. They have a seven foot two guy. So you will play both at the same time. Who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, they've, I think they did that when they uh, had Christian Coloco still uh, on the team. So yeah, no, I think Arizona has, has a pretty high ceiling, but obviously <laughs> this is a team that lost like Purdue first, first uh, round of the tournament to Princeton. Umar Bala was kind of like, Edie, where you like look at that guy, I mean, like, can that guy really do it for me? Like, is this big man who's not much of an athlete gonna like carry my team? That could be the concern, but I think Arizona have enough guards to kind of help that out. Caleb loves more, but they never really had a point guard last year, and I think Caleb Love feels that. Um, he's he's, yeah. he's a better ball handler, he might not be a good, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, better ball he'll handler. dribble the hell out of the ball, yeah, but. Yeah, no, not a passer. I'm not. That's not my claim. My claim is that they, like, <laughs> when you're when you need someone to dribble it up the court. No, like, I agree with that. Honestly, I, I think it was a good move to bring more guard play in in the transfer portal. Like, because like it really like it's fun to play two Bellis and Ballo at the same time. But I don't think you necessarily need two big men on the court like constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of teams that'll let go like almost four guards and a and a big man. Um, but yeah, Kirk Krissa transferred away from this team. He's one of those guys who was either like had a great game or had like the absolute worst game and would like throw the win. But I yeah. mean, they so they kind of went neutral there. Yeah, exactly. So they got they got a Caleb Love, but they, they moved like a shooting guard into a point guard, which is more of a need than yeah. And they brought in a shooting guard who plays defense like to, uh, on the side. So that's you know, 
Yep. So I think they're going to be solid. I always like Arizona. They've been really consistent. I mean, seeding wise, they went one to a two. I think they'll be a two again based on this ranking, but yeah, I don't know. Anything else you got on uh, Arizona? Arizona was uh, seventh in Kempom going into the season. Yep. I had them at 12. I, I just, like, as I said, with the Houston thing where you have them at like 11 and I have a five, it really, I don't feel like this is that big of a difference on like how I feel about the team to compared to you at this point. Yep. Yeah, no, it's hard to, it's hard to form like a really like firm opinion without seeing more games under the belt. Um, but yeah, we can move on to number seven because we actually uh, agree. We have an agreement on this That's one. Hey, we agree for two in a row. Yeah. Uh, a little hint coming up. It's uh, two big East teams, but starting off, we got reigning champions, UConn Huskies. Yeah. I mean, another team, as we're going to mention like, a lot, who lost their best player. Um, two players. Oh, they lost. Yeah, they lost their best two players. They lost, honestly, like a decent amount of their roster. Like what? They like brought back kind of like similar to uh, Arizona. They brought back like 40% of their roster. Didn't bring in like do as much with the transfer portal, but they got a five-star, didn't they? Yeah. They, they did get a five-star um, recruit. Yes. Uh, Stefan Castle. Yep. Um, so, like, they definitely are. I think there's definitely, like, with, like, talking about, like, this, like, Connecticut, Arizona, like, I think there's, like, some downside where they do need someone to, like, kind of step up. And I, I don't know if Connecticut did as good job filling that hole. Yeah. So, I think, I think Connecticut has a good fill in for Sonogo. I think Clinigan had a pretty solid off the bench. He was really solid in their tournament run. Uh, I mean, he's seven foot two. And so they kind of built, they had, they had that big man in waiting. They just need this a big scorer to come in and fill what uh, Hawkins left behind. Um, they have Caravan and Tristan Newton coming back uh, from last season, but maybe maybe it's the maybe it's the freshman. Maybe it's Cam Spencer, who I I, I forgot that their transfer was Cam Spencer from Rutgers, and I I was I really like Cam Spencer from Rutgers. Yep, I'm pretty sure he's a really solid defender, so um, that'll help them there because they also did lose uh, Andre Jackson, I believe his name was, and he was kind of just like that. He wasn't like an efficient scorer by any means, but he was just kind of played like a Draymond Green role for them. Yeah, so. Cam has Cam did has a two to one turnover rate, had saw over forty percent from three last year. Like I did, I yeah, he's a very, just a very solid, yeah, as he said, solid defender. He's a very solid guard. I I I forgot that that was. I didn't realize that it was someone I'd actually seen play a decent amount. Yeah, so I think this UConn team is not going to fall into, especially for losing their top two players. I think they're going to maintain. Uh, pretty solid. Uh, uh, they'll be pretty good this year, and it'll be tough with the Big East being as good as it is. But I think that uh, UConn still has a shot to do some damage this year. Yep. No, I definitely I I agree with that. I'm excited to see what they do, and I think like last year they just kind of proved that they're one of the better coach teams in the country because they played a phenomenal defense. They played like 100%. like the way they played basketball is just like very pleasant to watch even like ignoring the talent yeah they just they absolutely destroyed teams in their way to winning the um to winning the national championship like like throughout the whole time it was like double digit wins like and they did the same thing during the regular season we talked about like their their run of like no games being within 10 points like they they just yeah coached very well they played they played to the end of the game like the yukon is not gonna like fall out of the top 25 it, to be in my opinion this year oh my god yeah no when i'm talking downside i'm like maybe they end up like a four seed like i'm definitely not like um all right that brings us to our eighth team which is another big east team marquette uh marquette obviously was a two seed last year in the tournament uh led by kind of out of the out of nowhere i feel like star guard tyler kolick Yeah, and they brought back basically all that roster. So, <laughs> how you feel about Marquette kind of just it kind of depends on how you feel about them last year because it's a, like a similar situation to Purdue. Yeah, right? yeah, another year under their belt. Kolek's a senior. Um, Shaka Smart obviously is. Some people love him. Some people hate him. He's a solid coach, but this Marquette team obviously should be pretty solid. Kolik put up really good numbers last year. 
um, down the stretch at least, like just pure point guard wise. He averaged 13 and had 7.5 assists. Um, lost one guy to the NBA, but yeah, exactly. This team's bringing back a bunch of people. Yeah, it's like they didn't do like a whole lot to replace them. They brought in a couple of four stars. They didn't bring in any transfers. But when you're like only losing like a single rotation guy, like like uh like that's that's a pretty that's pretty darn good. Especially when you were already like a top like twelve team or so in the country. Top, you said they were they were a three seed, right? What? I think they were the two seed. They they lost to uh. Oh, they were. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're fifth in the ranking, so we actually have them a little bit lower. Um, I just don't know if I love Kolik as the number one guy, but I mean, obviously, I still think he's in terms of just pure point guards. I think he's one of the best. Yep. No, I think they'll be really good. Like, I think they're one of the safer teams, like to be like guaranteed at least like a three or a two or three seed, like of like any teams we're discussing in this range. Yeah, they'll obviously have to go through the ringer of the Big East. Like one of Creighton, UConn, Marquette is going to kind of show up and. Uh, push the other guys back. Villanova should be more relevant this year than they've been previously. Um, so there's a little concern there, but I think this uh, Marquette team has the experience, so they should be very solid. Uh, uh, I think that's, yeah, we agree on that one. So moving, moving on to nine. Yeah, number nine, I have Texas. Yeah, uh, I have Michigan State. We already kind of discussed it, but I just I think the really difference is just how we felt about them last year. I, like I I think they'll kind of struggle to score again this year, and they kind of seemed like it during their first game. Uh, but yeah. we discussed so that. It's kind of like similar to Marquette. Like they just returned like ninety percent of their team, lost one of their like main big man contrib like a main big man contributor, but for the most part are similar team. The difference is Marquette was a two, Michigan State was a seven. Um. And Michigan State got the five star in. Yeah. So yeah, that's what jumped them ahead of Marquette for me. But... Yeah. That that kept them like I think because otherwise I would have it would have been a pretty big difference because Marquette brought back more of their team and they were like far I think far better last year. Uh, but bringing in a five star, I that's like the level where I think that could be like a solid like I, you hope that a five star is really going to contribute like at least like as a starter level player. Yeah. Um. So moving on to Texas. Uh. They were solid last year. Obviously, they fell fell a little bit short, uh, losing to Miami in I think it was the Elite Eight, right? But they, uh, if you thought Marcus Carr was an exciting transfer back, uh, what was that two years ago for Texas? Uh, they got Max Adams. They got the guy from Oral Roberts, a guy who just like scores a crap ton and uh, lives rent free in the head of Ohio State fans. So. yeah they kind of worked the transfer portal like that like obviously max admis is one of the headliners of like the transfer class in general but they brought in three other guys who like could be like who are like one who was like a solid rotation player at virginia solid rotation player at ucf like those are both real programs like i, th I think they got to, like did really well with the transfer portal um and they kind of had to like we both had the like, you have nine i have 11 like we're, we're both actually like pretty darn high on them relative to everything else yeah, uh, they're 18, 18 AP, and like AP, 16, 16 Ken Palm. Oh, 16 Ken Palm. I'm maybe I don't know. Either way, six, six, I see 17 Ken Palm, but yeah, either way. Um, they're definitely like I believe that the, like they lost like a lot of this team. So I kind of do understand people's apprehension for this Texas team, but I think they did really well with transfers, and I think that like honestly, they like kept like some pretty solid talent too. Yep, obviously they had the coaching change midseason last year. So it's kind of uh, – the jury's still out on whether the guy, Ronnie Terry, that replaced Chris Beard is good enough to stick around, but I think he should be. They have Tyrese Hunter back, who scored a lot for them. Uh, they uh, Dylan DeSue obviously got injured in the uh, tournament run for them. So uh, I'm not exactly sure when he was going to come back. I think it's soon, but he didn't. he didn't play the first game. But uh, I don't know. He's a solid, like, bigger guy. He 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 looks good. I kind of liked what I saw out of him. No, uh, definitely. I think that's like kind of big. If he's not back, pretty like I like I think like I don't know if they're like a top, like I don't have it as a top ten team, but I don't know if they're like a top fifteen team. I I think especially early, they're gonna want every like solid contributor that like has been on the team early. Um, like the, it it is hard. I think sometimes to like work four transfers into your team that uh that seamlessly. 
Yep, ask Oregon. They've they've tried it every year and it never works. Like <laughs> I don't think Oregon. Uh, I, yeah, actually, how was Oregon's transfer class this year? Yeah, they're not the very good this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't think finally people just stopped ranking Oregon to start the season. They're just not. I think they were at the bottom I was considered. I think I really I looked at their I opened their team page. Ah, good lord, you were the only person that would have given them a vote. <laughs> like, Did any votes? No, they didn't get a single vote. Oof. Right, okay, well, I really three in the coaches. Really, ah, I'm, I'm with the coaches, kind of. They they were 35 in Ken Palm and to start the season. So I mean, they were basically like my 33rd Like I, I like I don't know if I like I don't, I'm not really ranking on the 33 either. Yeah, but the Texas, uh, anyway, they're solid. They just obviously, yeah, the Sioux is going to be big, and just kind of need someone to step up. Maybe it's Tyrese Hunter, maybe it's one of these transfers. Maybe Max Adams just continues to what he does. Uh, in the oral uh Missouri Valley Conference or whatever it is, if he can keep that up in the Big Twelve. Honestly, Carr moving from Minnesota to Texas took a while to get under his feet. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it won't work. But I yeah, I yeah, it's possible. But yeah, no, it's possible because I was really, I was pretty high on Carr when he moved over, and he definitely struggled his first year. Yeah, um, we both we both really really liked them um but yeah i just don't think texas either had a uh texas had a good recruiting class to help out either so it's hard to recruit when you're switching coaches mid-season yeah but i mean clearly he worked the trans like i think some coaches do kind of just like prefer going to transfer portal uh angle yep 100 percent. texas was 22nd they had two four stars so and that's that's their solution's not coming from there most likely. They better hope that these transfers can mesh and kind of fit the what uh Ronnie Terry wants to wants to happen and but who knows if that will happen. This is a team I could see losing some uh games early in the season that you might expect them to win. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm optimistic, but we'll like I mean we both maybe this could be one where we're like, oh gosh, how do we have them top ten going into the season? It could be a look back and yeah, hundred percent. Um, yep. Okay, do you and we wow, we guys are crazy different about our what our tenth ranked teams. Yeah, we 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 both did not agree with each other's rankings of this, but uh at number ten, I got Miami. And I have St. Mary's and <laughs> you're actually closer to me with St. Mary's at twenty. Yeah, so you know, St. Mary, well, St. Mary's was around uh, 23 in the AP poll. So let's start with that. You you have them way higher than where they were. Um, Ken yeah, Palm, I mean, we're, we're, they're 39th in Ken Palm. You got them as 39th top, in Ken Palm. You got them as a top 10 team. What, give, wow. give me an explanation, Calvin. Ken Palm doesn't, how does Ken Palm think their defense is going to be? Damn, Ken Palm, you're really turning your back on me right now. That's That's harsh. Um, I mean, at the very one of the things that I expected to look at Ken Palm and saw that they had him really high, and that's why, like, you considered them high. But what, uh, what do you got? What do you got with I mean, first of all, they were pretty darn good last year, and they brought back like that entire roster. They ended up as a as a five seed. I feel that they may have been slightly better than that. Um, okay, see, I never really loved St. Mary's last year, I, I picked them to lose their first round. I mean, I think that they play a little bit similar to Tennessee in the sense that they don't keep themselves in games super well. Uh, and they didn't do anything with the transfer portal and they didn't bring in any recruits. Um, uh, so they didn't really like show up any of their losses, but I also don't think they really lost much. Like it, like they lost Logan Johnson. They lost Alex. The Dukas, like, score. But like, they were not a team that were like, clearly they're not a team that relied on their scoring last year. I think had two guys who were like close to 15 points each. Yeah. Oh, and Alex Duke is actually back. So really, it's Logan Johnson. It, I, 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 I don't think they lost a ton of other relevant players. I just um, don't think this was a team that was ever like poking the top twenty, like top ten last year. I just, I see them like I, I like them. I see them going up from here. I just don't, I just don't get top ten like vibes from them. Yeah, I think where did I? Yeah, I guess I didn't have them super high, but like I think it's a, it's a similar argument to like. I like Michigan State where it's like you retain like 
70% of like a pretty darn good roster. Like obviously Michigan State brought in the transfer, but I think St. Mary's was better than them last year too. Like I, you never considered ranking Michigan State before the tournament. No, I think I had them in and out. Uh, I'm, I'm looking Let's at our paper. Let's do some comparison. Do you have it up? No, okay. Yeah, that we did have them. Okay, there are a lot of – for me, it's other considered uh, – yeah, we did not rank – I don't I – don't. you didn't rank them – okay, you ranked them in your final – final. Is that, I don't know if that was your final oh, tournament. I see a Michigan State in here. The, I opened it up, and the first thing I saw was Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, early. Like, Michigan State, like, was out uh, January. By That's January. End of November. I, I had them ranked in, in January. <laughs> One, yeah, you had them 24 ones in January. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to look. I don't think I had St. Mary's break. The, the well, highest St. Mary's was 19. So, like, at least they were consistently in. Like, I think they were like clear, like Michigan State, like, and I have them lower than Michigan State too, but I think they were like a clearly better team than Michigan State. Yeah, but I just think, I think Tyson Walker is just a better, like, like guy than anything St. Mary's. Got. Oh, but like St. Mary's isn't a guy team. They're like going to play hard defense and they're going to like probably win like 25 games. Yeah, I think that's just a team that can coast to a good rankings with the conference they play in. Yeah, so. I, like if you like if they get like a three point shooting and like spicy like thirteen seed, then I could easily see picking them up for an upset. But yeah, no, I just I felt they were one of the weaker five. So them be like them being a five, Michigan State being a seven, a seven, not two. I don't think vulnerability to upset like is the same like like yeah, the, but like is the same thing as like like they're like still like. It's like a consistent strategy for the regular season. Yeah, no, I know, but I don't know. I just saw I I saw more down the stretch. Obviously, yeah, like Michigan State really didn't like show their heads. They didn't really show their themselves towards the end. They got a big win against Marquette. I didn't I didn't really see obviously St. Mary's. I think they won their first game and then lost to UConn. Never yeah, really, but beat. everyone lost to UConn. So who knows how that means? Yeah. I don't know. I just points are actually like as close as anyone played them besides Miami. I think. I don't know. I just think me and Ken Palmer are probably right on this one. So I, I just can't. I, see. Okay. I think there's no way Ken Palmer is right about 30, low 30s. I see that as in Paul. Like if they're a bubble team, I would be a goddamn shot. That that would blow my mind. I don't, yeah. I don't think they'll be a bubble team because they will just get free wins. But if they're like an eight seed, that would even blow. Like that just seems like they're, they were like bringing back 70% or 70% of five seed and you end up in an eight seed. That would be, that just seems incredible. Whoa, less than seventy percent. I mean, let's see, a seventy-two percent of scoring, sixty-six percent of minutes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Johnson. Yeah. Who needs Ty, Ty Ty Johnson's brother? Is that actually Ty Johnson's brother? Actually, Ty. I, I, I looked him up before before this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> that guy had one one point six steals, so that's there's there goes your defense too. <laughs> I don't think that was it. I think this is this is the year they're better than Gonzaga. This is this is what that's what that's my that's yeah, my. I don't opinion. like I don't like Gonzaga, so that that I I, I yeah, don't. that's partly because I think yeah we we're pretty even on Gonzaga. Oh yeah, you agreed with me on Gonzaga. I always I always try to like get Gonzaga going further down, and you stick him around. But I don't I think last year, but towards the end of the year, we were pretty even on Gonzaga. Also, I I think I I don't think I was really defending them going into the tournament. I'm just glad we don't have to watch Drew fucking Timmy anymore. Oh, God. That's, that's the worst part about college basketball this year, the lack of Drew Timmy. He's just... I mean, I guess he he, he represents... He represents the... He represents the culture. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, he's just awesome. I don't know. <laughs> the white, he's just the white man basketball player. <laughs> but, no, we I can... The, I love the post, but okay, anyway. We can, on. We, can move, we can move on to Miami because... This is just going to be a reoccurring theme every year. I'm going to be high on Miami. You're going to tell me that they suck. Uh, you didn't rank them. I um, hey, I got them I, high in my list considered. I I don't even. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Like Miami's, they're 13 in the eight people. You just have something. Are, are you jealous of their weather? Like what? What? What, what are you not like? No, about I have FAU really high. I like FAU is really high. I got. I'm okay with some like some like South Beach teams. I do not give a damn about Miami. Like they like, lost their two best players. They were mid last year. They're they were not <laughs> mid last year. And if you thought they, they were, were mid as hell last year, you you so high. Like, ugh. yes, obviously they lost Isaiah Wong and Miller, but they still, they still like, 
Omier was 13 and 10 last year. Pack had third, scored 13 points. He was very good on Kansas State the year before. Uh, Wuga Poplar is coming back. Uh, that's three of their like three of their best five are back, I, and I, I think Poplar is really good. And then Cleveland already has had had a great uh, uh, first game for them. He transferred from Florida State. He was their best player last year, I believe. He had 16 and 10 uh, to start the season. So I I just think. I, I really like the like warm breeze. They're not going to defend anything. Their defense is going to be horrible again. But Omier, he gets boards. Nobody gets their boards. It's going to be awful. I guarantee their defense is going to be awful. I mean, you just you can't be this good every year with this data of defense. I don't believe in it. I just believe it's impossible. They're they're going to. This is the year it comes back down. They, they stop some good. They stop some good offensive players in the tournament. They uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Where was he? I'm praying on their downfall. I really hope this is a brutal season. Yeah, this is a spite thing. It just always feels like a spite thing from you when it comes to Miami. They're lower than they're lower than St. Mary's than Ken Palm. You want to bring up Ken Palm? They're 42nd in Ken Palm. Well, I mean, I've always said that Ken Palm is not a good way of looking at things, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they are 42nd. Um, I wonder if that changed after. Oh, I updated mine. Shoot, I had it had it for before the games, but. Yeah, forty second oh. uh, currently, but they were they were a team with basically five relevant players, who, and they lost two of them. <laughs> and then they got in a good transfer, a mediocre transfer. We talked every team we talked about has got a better transfer than besides the teams that didn't do transfers. This man was thirteen and third. What he had thirteen and seven on like fifty percent true shooting. Solid for a wing player, man. Awful. You just don't. You'll never believe in Miami. Jim Laranaga. Jim Laranaga is just everyone wants to play well for Jim Laranaga. No, the he, he clearly is. If they want to play well for him, they try on defense. They don't need to try on defense. They got Omier. He's going to get every rebound. Oh my god! They get more okay. possessions because they get those offensive rebounds. There's good. The issue is they're in the ACC, so no one's actually. And the ACC is probably maybe more than the Big Ten this year, so no one's going to actually like check them. What do we, what do we got? What are, what's our numbers for ranking ACC teams? Three I, for me. I got Two North Carolina. Me. Auburn was in my tier of ranked teams. Like Auburn, I can, Auburn like, is not ACC, man. <laughs> oh, my God, they're not. They kind of seem like an ACC team. They're like orange. Yeah, I guess there's a good amount of orange teams in the ACC, but um, it's not excuse that that mistake right there. Yeah, that's all I got, honestly. Yeah, then that, that's all I got. Then I got North Carolina 21, and we've discussed a lot of other – yeah, I've heard Clemson's supposed to be kind of good this year. <laughs> Does Ken Palm think any of these teams are underrating them? That's a good question. Virginia 27? Yeah, Virginia. Uh, actually, one of my our, – our friends uh, has a buddy from school who actually is now playing on Virginia. That'll be exciting. Yeah, uh, Clemson 46. Okay, whatever. Yeah. No, Virginia's the only other one receiving votes in uh, the AP poll, so – yeah, it'll be another top-heavy year in Miami. Yeah. The coast. It's easier to meet in the American Conference. I, I'm not going to consider that. I'm not going to listen to that. Wait, he's not, the American he's, he's not even in the American Conference. So. <laughs> That's the most absurd statement ever because of that. <laughs> even before yeah, Memphis. Memphis has a harder road. God, who even is who? Who's even the favorite to win the American Conference? Oh, Memphis. Yeah. They killed the transfer portal. Still couldn't get you ranking them because Penny Hardaway is an idiot, but whatever. No, he doesn't know how to run a program without having allegations left and right. Um. Anyway, we got our top 10. Um. I don't think there's anything super exciting to talk about outside our top 10. So do you want to move on to uh, anything that to... maybe anything that like stood out that you didn't like about the the AP poll. I don't know if I mean we're we didn't we didn't obviously prepare this, but anything that kind of stood out to you. I no, like I, definitely I like San Diego State a little more than where they were ranked. Actually I only had a four higher. They were good last year. They brought back a good amount of their players. Yeah. No, that's uh, I, I had them a bit lower, but like not in you know, like a group where it's like I could be very wrong about that. Yeah, I don't I probably have oh, USC okay. way too high. I have USC at 15. Has nothing to do with Brownie James. I'm not going to get hyped on him. I mean, I, I really like Collier. I just hope he like can play basketball. I feel bad. I feel bad for him at this point. Yeah, no, he's. I think I saw something. He's getting. He's getting tests to see to get him cleared. 
That's nice. It will, it will be cool. Yeah. I just I don't know how impactful he would be in like he might also be kind of like little little back of his mind, you know, kind of holding back because he's a little worried. Hopefully not though. He's definitely a competitor, so yeah, yeah, and you can't like I like him well enough, but like you can't like rely on a four star coming off a major health concern to be like a key contributor. But I, I like I, don't, I still had them twenty higher than the spot higher than the AP poll. Yeah, um, Collier is going to be one of the best uh, recruits, and I think they what was his name? Their their main score from last year's back, so they should have plenty of scoring. Who knows if they'll play defense? Um. Yeah. Honestly. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised at how like not crazy different I was in the AP poll in my uh my lower end fifteen. How off were you on uh Kentucky? Uh, I got him to twenty two, sixteen. So like that's solid. I just think I've heard bad things about this draft class to get like to start. Like so I don't know if like you can rely on any of these guys to be like, like a like I don't think like a Brandon Miller or, like Chet Holgram like player who's like actually like driving like championship level winning. Yeah. Um, like we've seen the last couple of years, uh, and so besides, like that's part of it. And then I just like also like they were like not very good last year, and then they brought back into that team, so they're just like basically like, like, and they don't like I don't did they do anything even in the transfer portal? I don't think they really did anything much with the transfers either. Like I just, I, I don't know. Like it's a it's really twenty percent of their roster returned. It was a bad team, so it's just a fre- they're relying so heavily on the freshmen. They got Trey Mitchell from West Virginia. Like that's solid. Like, but that's that's yeah, one dude. Got one of their guards is one of their main guards is back. Yeah, no, I like that. They, they like got they have one. They brought back one guy. They brought in one solid guard. And a lot and of the a bunch of freshmen. Oscar Sheboy. So they have Sheboy still. No, no, no. I'm saying last year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Okay, yeah. I just I'd be. I could see them being solid, but I could also just see them not even make the tournament. Like it's I don't know. Yeah, one team I didn't have ranked that was ranked the highest of the teams I didn't have ranked, Baylor. Baylor lost a bunch of people. Um, obviously transfer some going to the uh going to the league, but yeah, they got a solid win. They beat Auburn to start the season, so they'll probably have to be ranked next week, but uh just not too optimistic on Baylor compared to previous seasons. No, that's definitely fair. Like it's basically like like they're basically like fully they like lost basically everyone like relevant to like the like like that actually like you felt like drive drove winning. Um so I'm putting a little bit of faith in Scott Drew and they brought back some guys that they were like clearly working along last year. Like yeah, they like watch them go for twenty eight, so he might just be abuse for them. Who knows? That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like it's definitely possible that they're like a they're a tough team this year, but, but I could see them being um, the, like a lot of the teams in this like bottom twenty of like range, I, I definitely the range is pretty large on these teams. They could they could miss the tournament. Yeah, nineteenth recruiting class and lost a lot of their main players. Just doesn't seem like the biggest recipe for success. But no, they br- did bring in a five star. Yeah. Oh, that's the guy you were talking about, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was he a five star? Star. Looks like it. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's different between the. Kobe Walter, yeah, he was the eighth eighth overall recruit. Who am I looking at? Um, I might be looking at the next year. That's embarrassing. But okay, so yeah, they, I guess their classes saw that helps. He starting off strong already. Like Keontae George was an impactful freshman for them last year. Yeah, maybe I I like excuse Scott Drew is one of the coaches I just like kind of believe in his like process enough that I'd be pretty surprised they're not ranked this year. No. Um, yeah, but even even last year they had that there was that point where they were like I don't know what it was like it was like ten and six or something like that or I, I, they had more wins but like they had six losses they just no you're right they couldn't beat any of the top teams they were just kind of scratching their way through. There was a point where they were like 500 in the Big 12, maybe even lower than that, and I was like still a, kind of a believer in them, but they, they were definitely like falling pretty low and like the like towards like the bottom of the rankings. I don't I don't know if they really ever fell out though. I might have I might have got them out at some point, but but also this is this team has like more question marks going into the season probably than last year's team. So um, we'll see. It definitely there's you can definitely have some if questions on this team, but I'd be I'd be fairly surprised if this season is just like. Like not like I'd be surprised they're even like a bubble team this year for like honestly. Yeah, lowest I had Baylor last year I think was twenty four. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I don't think I got that low, but 
Yeah, but uh, one last team, Texas A&M. Uh, I just didn't think they were great last year, and they returned a bunch of guys, but uh, I have them like low 20s or like 23. They're ranked 15th this year. So I don't know how much. I mean, they brought back a ton. Of their, I think they're another team where like you bring back what they, they were like, they were pretty close to were they a seven seed last year. Yeah, they were a seven. Yeah, I think when you bring back that much of a seven seed, you warrant like at like a low end ranking, um, at the very least. Um, I maybe went a little like I think like I think they kind of got like the fifteen spot with my ranking than the AP poll, or did I go a little bit fourteen for me? I think fifteen in the AP poll. Uh, yeah, that was just a team I didn't rank to the end of the uh, end of the season, so. No, I think that's they're real. Like they're, I think they're like they're not. I don't think I'm. I'm not super high on them or anything. But I think they're like a pretty safe. Like I think they'll be like a five or six seed. I think pretty comfortably. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I just think if you return that much of a like roster, like then that that was a seven seed. Like I'd just be kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah. No, they probably should, but I don't know. I just I never like felt like there was a, a guy that like wowed me on that team. I think what is Wade Taylor supposed to be there? Their main guy, Hayden, Hayden Hafner led them in scoring the first game. Yeah, Wade Taylor was their leading scorer last year. So, yeah, I guess they'll be solid. But I don't know. It's not a team that blew me away. Like on paper. No, I think that's. I don't think the upside is super high or anything. I just think like I'd be pretty surprised. Like fifteen is more just like. I, I think they're the safest team, and like and that that's in that kind of range. Yeah, but you, you would you would not catch me placing the bet on them. Oh, to win a championship? No, yeah. If I like national title odds, they were not one of the teams I was considering, especially because they're like they are like they're 15th in the AP. Like the consensus is pretty high on them. Like you're not getting great odds on them even. Yeah. All right. So, I think before we go, maybe just just looking at it quickly. Nothing. We're not we're not going into our FanDuel accounts and placing the bet right now. But if you had to pick. A favorite, and then maybe just someone outside of like top, like ten, top like eight, like teams, like that you think, if you had to place like a long shot bet, that you would probably feel like gives you the best odds, maybe the most confident outside of that. Yeah, do you want to start with the favorite, or what? How do you want? How do you favorites first? Um, I just think in terms of like obviously Purdue's up there, top teams ranking wise. I just don't see than doing like getting it done in March. I think I just feel most confident. Obviously it's the chalky answer, but I think Kansas is <laughs> Yeah, I I, I agree. honestly I would I would hate to see Hunter Dickinson win the championship. So I don't even know if I should be rooting for that. So it's really gonna be fun to see him piss off an entirely new group of fans, uh moving to a new conference because everyone in the Big Ten fucking hates Hunter Dickinson. Yeah. Um, he really embraces it. So good for him for not like like not just like being like, why does everyone hate me? He embraces it. You know? No, he's troll. He's actually trolling us, which is like I can give him a little respect for, it, but I still hate him. It, um, it just it just looks a lot weaker when your teams barely make it, like just not even in the tournament. So it's gonna honestly be way more obnoxious if his team's like a one seed the entire year. That's gonna be really annoying. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I do agree because like if you look at the are you have you looked at the odds like is it like recently? No, I haven't. It's Purdue, Kansas, and Duke are all even for the, the championship odds right now they're they're all tied for first oh, and i'd like strongly disagree with that i wonder how much money is on purdue because I, I don't know how you could confidently place a championship bet with their historical like like success i yeah i figured purdue i figured kansas and duke i, I like kansas at least would be an island alone maybe with duke just because people love duke and like big five stars but yeah um it's yeah surprising. that that kind of surprised me yeah, long shot, like looking outside. Um, I mean, in terms of odds, I think Arizona gives you really good odds. Yeah, they're um, plus 2,500. That's. Yeah, I have them at six. Yeah. And what, ranked? Ranked 12. So I guess, I guess in terms of the AP poll outside of their top 10, I think Arizona's my, my bet. Um, I don't know. What do you think? St. Mary's. St. Mary's to win it all. You think they Plus have forty five hundred? Yep. Do you think they have a a guy to get them there? I I feel like you need to have a guy. I feel like we just saw FAU like make a final four without like anyone approaching a guy. 
but why didn't they win it? Also, John uh, L. Davis is better than anybody on. Maybe, like, I don't think you can say that. Call. Like, St. Mary is like, could, like, 100% could have a guy like break. Like, he's the bet like, on it right now. <laughs> it's plus 4,500. I'll place a dollar on, like, yeah, a, like a dollar on a plus 4,500 team. Like, I'm 100% going to do that. I just, I, I don't think they, they have any historical success. I just don't see St. Mary's just like winning it all. Like, I think so. what you said at the start of this is true. I think this is a year of parody. I think we saw, like, I think we saw a rise of parody of seeing like a team like FAU make the final four last year. A team like Miami, like, talk about parody. Miami in the final four. Well, I, I think that, uh, I expected that. That was pretty standard. But um, speaking of, what Miami's on? Should I get my bet on them this early? Yeah, they, they're they're just oh, yeah. the St. Mary's. Maybe, should we should we place our one dollar bets right now for, to get to get forty bucks and forty five <laughs> respectively? I'll put my dollar on it right now because fucking I love Miami. I, I don't know why I love rooting for this team. <laughs> I mean, they're excited to watch play basketball. I'll give you that. They play fun games. There we go. Bet placed. Uh, besides that, yeah, I don't know if there's anyone like particularly uh particularly appealing. Well, I don't know. Like, I learned Tennessee, but they actually have like top like six or seven odds. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if, Isaiah, if Isaiah Collier could dominate like the way Brandon Miller, then maybe USC could get there. I just don't know if USC is a as a program is or even just a round enough team. It's like it's hard. Like it's for an individual freshman to take your team to a national championship. Like that's that's asking a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean Brandon Miller fell short, so yeah, it's it's tough. You can get Texas at plus thirty five hundred. Yeah, I just don't know if Texas. Is, I don't love it. Hey, I, actually, about I, did look, I did look at that. Also, UConn repeat is twenty two. So uh, oh, actually, I kind of like that. Oh. Yeah, okay. I, think <laughs> I think that might be the one to to leave off on. But um, thank you for listening. We'll be back with uh, rankings where Michigan State will be. A lot lower than where we had now. <laughs> if we, depending on how we go, maybe we don't even consider ranking them. But that's always so weird to make that decision. It is tough, but uh, well, you'll hear it next time if you tune in. Thank you for listening. If you did, uh, and tune in next time, we'll probably have this out uh, by Tuesday next time. Uh, so thanks for listening and uh, have a good one.